Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, we had a late start today because we had to watch Alex Jones do something on Steven Crowder's show. It's really funny. 21 minutes and 52 seconds into the latest episode. You really enjoy it. Uh, it's very funny. Before we get started, uh, allow me to uh, thank and introduce once again our sponsor, GorseNexus.com. It's a website listing for those who are free thinkers that offer loads of products from seeds to ebooks, publishing, custom knives, coffee, crypto, and more. And our friend Dag is on there, our friend Jeremiah, Sal. You can find us on there. There's a lot of great resources, some of them free, some of you have to pay for it. Depends on your level of commitment, but there's a lot of free resources on there. Check them out, agorisnexus.com, proud sponsor of the Use Guys and Angel the Sound Girl show. Uh, moving right along, because this is going to be a bit of a thicker with two C's episode, because we have a lot to get through. See, the problem when uh, we were doing a share screen by we, Angel was walking me through it, because I had no idea what I was doing. And I'm that's just tech support. Literally. That's why she's the Even boss. my own tech support. It's tech support James can't help me. I solve my own problems. I am a techno tard, and, I'm, <laughs> and, and I, I, I am guilty of my crimes. I admit to them. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Please face wall. Please face <laughs> So I have all these tabs open because, and Brian was having an aneurysm seeing how many tabs I have. It's got to be eating up your RAM, man. Like, isn't that what? <laughs> Bro, I roll an iMac. This motherfucker doesn't care about anything. It's hard as a coffin nail. Um, yeah, so I have all these tabs open. So I have a lot of shit to get through this week. A lot of stuff that we're going to cover. It's going to be excellent. Uh, shout out to my friend Joe Byers. He's just getting uh, started up again. Uh, doing. It. I'm going to be on his show. We're going to be talking about music. He'd like to have us guys on to talk about music. We're going to take one album at a time, do three listens, and then report back. And, of course, he asked me as his inaugural guest which album we'd like to talk about, and that will be Injustice for All from Metallica. Big fucking surprise. Um, I'm sure none of you great, were surprised. That's a great album. It, yes, it is. Thank you very much. By the way, uh, shout out to Chris over here for the recommendation for the uh, the Icons episode oh, with Kirk it? Hammett. That was if you guys are into music at all and you like to hear the like you know the the inner workings and the thinkings of some of these great like Dave Mustaine has one, Kirk Hammett that's the one he recommended. Uh, brilliant. It's always awesome to hear what these incredibly talented artists have to think and say. The progression from when they started the band and like an well when he joined the band in uh, in '83. And then the progression up to now, how, you know, he changed the style of playing, being boxed in as an artist, and also talking about the um, the the death of Cliff Burton with the anniversary just passed a couple of days ago. A tremendous loss, uh, for sure. But um, it was a very emotional episode. You know, you can still see that there's a lot of pain that lingers inside him from losing this, uh, you know, they bunked together. They were they were like brothers, he said. It was, it's, it's very cool, man. If you're into that sort of thing, even if you're not a huge metal fan, um, I, I recommend it. It's very, it was a very cool episode. It was refreshing because normally I watch depressing shit and I talk to you about it, which I'm going to do today. So, um, so yeah, I want to get started. Yeah, let's bring up those uh, tabs in the show notes, um, which I use. So this article is from the Wall Street Journal, I believe, a periodical of uh, semi-ill repute. This is very interesting. Now, when I talk to you guys, and we've talked to you several times about this, now how your government doesn't belong to you, it never has, but it really never, ever will ever again, even if it did for just like a fleeting moment, <laughs> okay? This is amazing, because if any of you were to do this, mm -hmm. your ass would be fucking taking it up the ass in Leavenworth or breaking rocks in the hot sun or whatever it is for, for Uncle Sugar. This is great. So this article is by James V. Grimaldi, a paisan, uh, who says that more, 
I want you guys to hear this. More than 130 federal judges have violated U.S. law and judicial ethics by overseeing court cases involving companies in which they or their family owned stock. A Wall Street Journal investigation found that the judges have improperly failed to dis- improperly, excuse me, failed to disqualify themselves from 685 court cases around the nation since 2010. The jurists were appointed by nearly every president, from Lyndon Johnson, who was uh, an accomplice in the assassination of John Kennedy, to Do- Donald uh, John Trump, the uh, deposed leader of the uh, failed pooch at the Capitol, also known as a tantrum. <laughs> Putsch. Pooch. Either way, they lost. Pushed. Yeah, pushed. I'm, I'm German and I don't even Borscht? speak the fucking language. Borscht? Borscht? Oh, man, we're jumping borders like crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, further east. About two-thirds of federal district judges disclose holdings of individual stocks, mm-hmm. and nearly one out of every five who did mm-hmm. who did hear at least one case involving those stocks. Alerted to the violations by the journal, 56 of the judges have directed court clerks, clerks, excuse me, to notify parties in 329 lawsuits that they have recused themselves. That means new judges might be assigned, potentially upending rulings. When judges participated in such cases, about two-thirds of their rulings on motions that were contested came down in favor of their or their family's financial interest. Mm. No! Stop it! Really? Are you fucking serious? This is just my shock face. In New York... Go ahead. Go ahead, please. please. I, I think the shocking thing is that the Wall Street Journal is actually writing an article about it. Uh, this paisan that wrote it, he's already dead. I mean, he wow. doesn't know it yet, but it's going to happen. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so he's going to commit suicide by shooting himself three times and throwing himself off of a building. Yeah, or the Vince Foster treatment two times in the back of the head with his offhand. That's a, that's a lot of skill. He was feeling lucky that day. Yeah. Uh, no. Or like Baker Mayfield, he was feeling dangerous, and dangerous <laughs> was to himself. So what too what had happened was, is he made this Rube Goldberg contraption. <laughs> And Joseph's that's machines. That that's how he got shot in the back of the head. He has this contraption, and it all started with this one marble. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's great. So, um, where was <laughs> in New York? Judge uh, Edgardo Ramos handled a suit between an Exxon Mobil Corp unit and TIG Insurance Company over a pollution claim while owning between $15,000 and $50,000 of Exxon's stock, Hmm. according to his financial disclosure form. He accepted an arbitration panel's opinion that TIG should pay Exxon $25 million and added $8 million of interest to the tab. In Colorado, the big CEO, ladies and gentlemen, Judge Lewis Babcock, emphasis on the cock, oversaw a case (laughs) involving a Comcast Corp subsidiary ruling in its favor while he or his family held between $15,000 and $50,000 of Comcast stock. Hmm. At an Ohio-based appeals court, welcome home to the glorious motherland, Judge Julia Smith-Gibbons, a a very disgusting cunt, wrote an opinion that favored Ford Motor Company in a trademark dispute while her husband held stock in the automaker. Oh. Amazing. After she and others on the three-judge appellate panel heard arguments but before they ruled, her husband's financial advisor brought, uh, bought two chunks of Ford stock, each valued up to $15,000 for his retirement account, according 
to her disclosure form. So while all of you got a $600 check and told, go fuck yourself, this is what's happening. So keep voting because clearly this is fixing it. Voting is fixing Vote harder next time. God damn it. So they can make more like, there fucking better be money. sweat beating on your forehead as you Jesus. I'm not even the buttons on the obviously not rigged electronic voting. Machine. No, I mean, come on. Stop it. Stop. These are all conspiracy theories. Um, uh, Edgar Ramos, Lewis Babcock and that cunt Julia Gibbons, the hundreds of recusal violations found by the journal breach a bedrock principle of American jurisprudence. No one should be a judge of his or own her own case. Congress first laid that out principally in 1792 to guarantee litigants an impartial judge and reassure the public that courts could be trusted unless you're a woman black or a catholic yeah that works judge ramos who oversaw the exxon case was unaware of his violation oh heavens me and uh, said an official of the new york federal court because his recusal list a tally judges keep of parties they shouldn't have in their courtrooms listed only parent company exxon mobile corp and not the unit whose name includes the additional word oil i'm gonna read that one more time yeah, it's a fucking loophole when we read that one more time please mm-hmm. paul if you're listening pay attention judge ramos who oversaw the exxon case was unaware of his violation said an official of the new york federal court mm-hmm. because his quote recusal list which is a tally judges keep of parties they shouldn't have in their courtrooms listed only parent exxon mobile corp and not the unit whose name includes the additional word oil the official said the court conflict screening software relied on exact matches sure jan sure jan um this goes on even further uh this is a long read uh, that's exactly what she didn't say. So nobody else reads any fucking thing. So like, if it didn't get, if the software kicked, you know, didn't fucking pull it up because it kicked it out because it didn't have oil, you know, in it as a list. Well, other motherfuckers don't know how to read. Let's listen. Say, Do they have a vested interest in actually doing that? Like, well, of course not. But l- l- let's just blame the machines. Listen to this, Angel. You bring up a point about the software. I would like to see the budget for a federal judge's legal office. Mm -hmm. I want to know how many paralegals and other attorneys are working under the leadership of a judge. And then you can come and talk to us about how the software didn't catch it. Oh, so you don't hand actual paperwork over. It's now all relying on technology. So you can fall back every time that some fucking uh, poor paralegal that's like, oh, God, a federal job. I'll take that. And then ends up fucking omitting the word oil. And you're like, oh, 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 see, you can't get me on that one. Wink, wink, wink. I mean, really, this is this is your country. This is your country. And the idea that, oh, you know, 1792. Yeah, there's a lot of guarantees that are never upheld. And Look then, at the Fourth Amendment. I but, mean, are you fucking kidding me here right now, guys? But then, Come on. then they suggest that the judge is incompetent and he right. can't read the court case right. that's coming in front of him and issuing a judgment. Accuse himself at that point, Bingo. saying this must have been missed by my staff, by my software. Like, what the fuck is? It? People are they really think everybody's just meat with eyes? 
Well, you don't think he sat there every day looking at this and like it didn't cross his mind of course. once. Yeah. Once. And it's like, oh, like this oh, sounds ir- like even that passively, it's like that sounds very similar to like what what's that company that I have a lot of money invested in? It's like almost the exact same thing verbatim. It's like, yeah, like everybody knows that, but then it's like, oh, you gotta prove it in court. And it's like, well, who are you proving it to? other motherfuckers that are doing the same shit that's right i'm gonna move on real quick are you guys ready for this one you ready i hope you're buckled in i'm buckled in i'm ready to go this is from cnbc.com which when we're talking about economics is generally something that we can read as opposed to msnbc or p uh pmsnbc or whatever the one where the dude uh that works on there that's really popular it's called rachel or whatever the fucker name is what is that there's a guy, Chris Hayes. That's the guy who works there too. No, the other one's a lady that has a man's haircut. That's that's Rachel Maddow. Um, she's probably very smart too, and they just paid her a bunch of money to stay there. But I don't know if these people actually believe what they're reading. They're just looking, counting their money, and just you know, saying word salad, and you know. But anyway, I digress. So check this out. Expert so- bomb maker. <laughs> At the age of twenty-four. At the age of twenty-four. Oh boy. Um. Uh, so if you didn't think that article was disturbing, the next one should at least uh, get you to open your fucking eyes a little bit. And I'm not talking to uh, our audience, the uh, 12 and three quarters of you. And by the way, thank you to the people on the Facebook page that continue to like the post. Those of you that did knew that quiz time was coming because the announcement was made on Facebook. Uh, there were three likes to that. Thank you very much. I saw how many interactions were that. Those of you that um, aren't... Uh, Liking this stuff will not be eligible for free T-shirts in the future. I'm just going to go ahead and let you know. And everybody on this fucking show and this audience, this beautiful audience knows Mm -hmm. that I give away T-shirts like a motherfucker. Like I'm made of money. I just give them away. So it's your loss because we got we're going to we're going to have a different design maybe for 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 different T-shirts, not the logo. Logo staying, but the design we're going to branch out. It's going to be very nice anyway. So back to the depressing shit. Yes. CNBC, Dallas Fed President Kaplan to retire early on October 8th, citing a trading disclosure distraction. Allow me to get into the fucking heap of shit, okay, (laughs) from that title. Dallas Federal Reserve President Robert Kaplan became the second regional central bank leader to resign Monday. Did you hear that? The second. Yeah. Saying he was stepping down early following a recent controversy over stock market trades he made. Ooh. Kaplan's early retirement follows an announcement earlier in the day from Boston Fed President Eric Rosen Rosengren. I wanted to say Rosenberg, like Sal. Saul Saul Rosenberg. Rosenberg. I got the you know gets my my ass neck. Uh, who said that? <laughs> my ass neck. You haven't heard the Jerky Boys do? Oh, don't make me play that shit. You won't. You won't be able to sleep. I, 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 I you know how long? Like I probably haven't listened to the Jerky Boys since I was in like fifth grade. I'm, I'm showing my age. I love the Jerky. The kids boys. too young to have been listening. Yeah, mm-hmm. the kids are like Brian sitting back, like what the? Fuck? Yeah, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. I'll okay, be yeah, fuck them up, Brian. They're fucking hilarious. It's um, <laughs> they, they 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 recorded prank calls to different various businesses and um. They were the stuff. the uh, originals. You know, doing shit like that. That's what definitely. That's right. You, you would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. They were fucking funny. They were really good. Uh, let's All right. Uh, said that he will leave uh, as well, but cited health concerns and not the issue over his investment portfolio activity. Of course not. 
quote. No, the, never, never do that. All of a sudden, I have a health concern. Yes, yeah, I need to spend this money now before they whack me. This seat's um, getting kind of hot. Other, the other day, yeah. I farted and a little bit of blood came out, and now I'm concerned. My <laughs> ass is feeling a little warm. I think I might get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quote, the Federal Reserve is approaching a critical point in our economic recovery as it deliberates the future path of monetary policy. Unfortunately, the recent uh, focus on my financial disclosures risk becoming a distraction to the Federal Reserve's execution of that vital work, Kaplan <laughs> said in a it's statement. It's so vital. A word salad, ladies and gentlemen. Um, his retirement takes effect on October 8th. The resignations come a day before Fed Chair Jerome Powell is to spend two days on Capitol Hill updating legislators on the central bank's efforts to combat the economic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. So one one thing, like, and this is still something that I'm having trouble wrapping my mind around. Go on. They're going to spend two days at Capitol Hill updating them. So it's like they're not... Like they work with them. They don't work for them. Like maybe they don't even really work with them. I don't know. But it's like the government has no say over how money actually works. The bank goes to them and is like, hey, this is what we're doing. And now you guys have to catch up. It's kind of how I hear it. So it's like, do any of the people that you actually vote for, if any of that actually works, yeah, control anything that actually goes on? At all. I, is that rhetorical? Because that, that sure sounded like yeah. a rhetorical I mean, question. Kind of, but like I honestly want, like I want so badly, and I know I'm not the only one to understand how power structures actually work in this country because it's like, how the fuck? <laughs> the government basically just upholds the corporations and do everything that the corporations want them to do. And you're electing them to basically represent a handful of corporations. Yeah, but then still, who controls the like? There's people that control the monetary policy, and that drives the entire economy that they then have to fashion new oh. legislation for. Ladies and gentlemen, if I may uh, hawk another book in your direction, and no, this one doesn't have so much to do with the previous two episodes, and I'm not out of that rabbit hole. I don't think I'll ever will be out of that rabbit hole. But if I may recommend C. Wright Mills, it's spelled with a W. C. Wright Mills, and the name of the book is called The Power Elite. It was written, I think, in the 50s. It is um, C. Wright's Mills said that he's basically at his heart an anarchist, which makes him a friend of ours and should be a friend of yours. Uh, but uh, he does an excellent job breaking down how a lot of this stuff works, even from the, the, the contemporary scope of the 1950s. I think it's quite remarkable what he was writing, and I highly recommend it. I got an audio book because, yet again, I do most of my books uh, – audio in audio format while i'm driving to work i highly recommend it but uh, angel's definitely right on to some and you know the thing is is even those cor even those corporate uh schmucks still have uh, right. bigger masters right but i yeah. think the, 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 the it's a hydra so you have several heads of this thing so you have the imf the the world bank you have all of the chairs of the federal reserve and then of course underneath like it's a think about it as a mafia think about it as you know you got the underboss you got the boss you know what right. I mean? Godfather. Now, who is now? Is, is is there any centralization to any of this or does it even matter at this point is basically what I'm asking. Like, is I it just a run of reaction where it's like nobody's really at the top? It's just there's a lot of smaller peaks that are still all higher than where we sit. So no. to us, everything just looks like you the know, Himalayas. Like, I will take that back a little bit. Maybe it's not more like the mafia and more like a syndicate. So you do have a board. 
Do you have a group of chairs that people sit down and they get to de debate what they're going to do next and who's going to finance what and who gets what? So I think it's more like that where you have and a like, sit down between all of these different factions. But like there's like the Bilderberg group and, and you know, other uh, yeah. entities and they meet. The Rothschilds. Yeah, they meet yearly and have discussions on what is up next. I mean, Alex Jones will tell you all about it. Oh, yeah. It's an endgame blueprint for global enslavement. Uh, Christopher has seen it. I have seen it. Alex would go with his bullhorn to these meetings and say, like, you know, the answer to 1984 is 1776. And people fucking like my nipples would get hard every time he did that. Like I was like, this is I like you're ready to go. Like you're ready to run into battle like fucking Braveheart. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but we didn't get to and nobody's going to. So don't worry about it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Maybe it will. Who knows? Um, but uh, I'm going to get back to this real quick. So we're going yeah, to sorry to for the tangent. That's OK. Um, let's see here. Subsequent to the disclosures, both Kaplan and Rosengren, Rosengren said they would be selling their stocks to avoid the appearance of conflict. The appearance of conflict, <laughs> not the conflict, yeah, we just but just the optics. It. Listen, there's a conflict, but we just don't want you to notice it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Questions were raised because the Fed had conducted trillions of dollars in asset purchases aimed at helping market function. Helping markets function, excuse me. <laughs> yes, because they're notorious for helping markets function oh. and has brought corporate bonds of mega cap uh, companies such as uh, Apple. Kaplan insisted he has done nothing wrong during my tenure. <laughs> this is a fucking comedy. Yeah, it's a joke. Just like my life. It's a big fucking joke. Uh, during my tenure, I have adhered to all Federal Reserve ethical standards. Mm -hmm. they have, have you ever had to take one of those ethical tests before uh, you like got a job somewhere or like they, and yes yes oh my god i want to see what theirs is honestly like it's a blank piece of paper That's what they <laughs> think like, just sign your fucking name on it and we'll write the rest you dopey asshole here's your check um <laughs> my securities and investing activities and disclosures met bank compliance rules and standards i believe he's telling the truth there I believe he's telling the truth. Of, of course, course I met their standards. Mm -hmm. Their standard is to rob the people. That's what their <laughs> right, fucking job right. is. No, like he just did everything. No lies detected, Angel. Yeah, no, no. He just did everything within the bounds that they, that they have listed as their rules and or standards. Yeah, this is good. You guys are going to like this. I mean, they do that shit all the time. Of course they do. This is good. Still, the issue has reverberated, reverberated, through the fed with officials pledging to tighten rules so that such potential conflicts don't happen again we need to make changes and we're going to do that as a consequence of this not because it existed before and we knew about it it's because y'all found out about it <laughs> wink you got me uh powell said last week this will be a thoroughgoing and comprehensive review we're going to gather all the facts and look at ways to further tighten our own rules and standards Powell, <laughs> Angel, this is not a comedy show. Dude, you're it making is. me laugh. It is. These are the same fucks that sat in front of Congress on national fucking television, and they're like, we're going to audit you. And they're like, no, 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 no. straight up fucking told Congress. I, fuck you. I remember, dude. I mean, this is hilarious. This is this is even an article. No, like, it's great. And you know what? Shit at this point, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are not familiar with Angel speaking of. Christopher knows exactly what we're talking about because Bernanke. this happened when we were kids. Bernanke, Ben Bernanke. It was so you had two people that were diametrically opposed to each other, essentially politically. 
You had Dennis Kucinich, who was uh, the former mayor of Cleveland, and he represented some congressional district up by the lake, who is a very far, I would call him a socialist. I would call him a socialist. I don't think he's a bad person, but Dennis was definitely a socialist. And you had Ron Paul, who's essentially an anarcho-capitalist. They both demanded to audit the Fed's books, and the chairman of the Federal Reserve literally said, no. Very <laughs> casually and casually. nonchalantly. Like if, like if Christopher was like, hey, Jay, would you like a soda? No. No is a complete sentence, as Brian knows. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, man, I've heard it so many times. Yeah. And in this case, it was uh, your, quote, lawmakers who were told, get fucked. So why can't we do that? What What's the difference? <laughs> The difference is, is uh, you're not print, in charge. We don't print money. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be counterfeiting. That's crazy. But the yeah, first people that can do it. Well, they, yeah, uh, well, they legally counterfeit, though. Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. Know. So, uh, Powell, this is great. Powell vowed that changes would be made, right? I want to be able to look back on this years from now and know that we rose to meet this challenge <laughs> and handle the situation well, and that we did what we did made a lot of sense and protected the public's interest <laughs> and the institution that we're all a part of. <laughs> sure. I'm not done yet. Powell said on Monday, we, Powell on Monday wished Kaplan well. I wish him well. Remember Tim Dillon did that bit. You know what happened? Oh, he had to re- he had to quit the Fed because he got caught. Like you know, you know, buying you know under uh, what is it called uh, insider trading? Oh well, I wish him well. Uh, Powell <laughs> Monday wished Kaplan well and praised his work at the Dallas Fed. Quote: He has been a passionate and forceful public voice on a wide range of issues, including the critical value of early childhood education and literacy, the chairman said in a statement. Oh, I feel so much warmer knowing that my master cares about our kids. Thank goodness. Um, uh, This will be in the show notes again, ladies and gentlemen. I just wanted to make sure that I completely shat upon your good day if you were having one. And if you were having a bad day, it got worse. I'm sorry, but this is it gets worse from here. It does. Um, quiz time will bring, will will add the levity to the situation that we're I'm looking for, but for not quite time. yet. Not quite yet. Um, this I one's great. Wait. This is from the Washington Compost, which is a disgusting news uh, outlet, a disgrace of journalism. Not quite like the New York Times, but uh, not even close to the Billings Gazette, which is the gold standard of journalism in this country, if you ask anybody who knows anything about anything. Um, this is new North Carolina hospital system fires about 175 workers in one of the largest mass ever terminations due to a vaccine mandate coming to an employer near you. Now you all know, like in our community that we roll in vaccines are very, very like it, people are like, they don't like them. They don't want to take them, whatever. You know that I don't give a fuck what you do with your body. I don't care if you kill your baby. I don't care if you do heroin. I don't care if you fucking snore pixie sticks while looking a goat's asshole. I don't care what you do. But here's the problem is a precedent has been set where now people's livelihoods, they're going to say, oh, you don't have to get the vaccine. But if you motherfuckers ever want to eat again, you better do it. And those of you who think, listen, I'm just telling you guys, this is coming to a business near you. It's too late. Yeah, the shit's already out of the donkey, so I'm going to carry on here. A North Carolina-based hospital system announced on Monday, I don't even know if that's a North Carolina accent, I'm not even sure, that roughly 175 unvaccinated employees, also known as Untimension, were fired for failing to comply with the organization's mandatory coronavirus vaccination policy, the latest in a series of healthcare dismissals over coronavirus immunization. 
Novant Health or Novant, Novant or Novant? Novant, that sounds easier. Health said last week that 375 unvaccinated workers across 15 hospitals and 800 clinics had been suspended for not getting immunized. Unvaccinated employees were given five days to comply. Novant Health spokeswoman Megan Rivers, I'm sure she's a real gem, told the Washington Post that more than 99% of the system's roughly 35,000 employees have followed the mandatory vaccination program. She said in a statement that Novant Health was thrilled those who chose to be vaccinated have given patients and visitors better protection against COVID-19, regardless of where they are in our health system. Rivers tweeted that almost 200 of the suspended workers, and though, including those who had submitted approved exemptions, received their first dose by Friday. The hospital confirmed that the rest of the suspended employees who did not comply were fired, although the exact number of those dismissed was not yet specified. We stand by our decision to make the vaccine mandatory, and we have a responsibility to protect our patients, visitors, and team members, regardless of where they are in our health system, uh, they said in a statement. We couldn't be prouder of our team members who made the choice to receive the COVID-19 vaccine and remain part of our team at Nevant Health. Okay, so um, what happens when they tell us we're, why? Okay, let me back up. Let me rephrase. Allow me to. We are told relentlessly by news outlets that there is a bed shortage, that we are being overwhelmed. The morgues are overflowing with the corpses of children uh, and, he, and other people, uh, older people, younger people of all ages, lots of dead people everywhere. They can't keep up. Why would you fire that many people in the middle of a goddamn pandemic? Regard If they get the fucking, if they get the Rona, they get the Rona. But don't you need people to work in your hospital? To serve the patients? Is it the patient the first priority? But then they'd be like, no, oh. no, no, it's a business, dude. Half of them don't even have insurance, probably, or they're on Medicare, Medicaid, whatever the fuck it is, and they're not seeing returns on that shit. That's incredibly sad. What? Or like, and this is just, I'm not an expert in this at all. This is just all shit on. I'm like regurgitating because I passively heard it from all the healthcare workers that are in my friends and family. But then, on top of that, it's like if they want, I think it says somewhere in this article that if they want, yeah, if they want Medicare or Medicaid funding, they have to vaccinate their employees. So it's like they lose all of that money if they don't get their people to comply. But they don't give they don't give a shit about the individual welfare of their employees or the patients. They just want the money. Clear. That's quite clear. Um, again, if you if, if you want to get vaccinated against something, go right ahead. I mean, please do whatever you want. Like, I, I really don't care. I don't, it's, it really is, whatever happened to my body, my choice. It's amazing that also the same people, now mind you, I don't vote. I think it's stupid. It's a waste of time. I, you're better served going to Taco Bell and getting one of their $5 boxes with a sodium warning that's, you know, you got the good shit. Um, you're better off going there instead of wasting your time voting for some uh, empty suit who's going to get kickbacks, uh, you know, on your, on, you know, off of your back, I guess you could say, off of your labor. Not to sound like a communist, but whatever. Um, I, I, for the life of me, and you know, here's another thing. This is something I thought of, ladies and gentlemen, and and friends of uh, us guys. You know, they're start, I'm starting to think that there was a point to people saying that, you know, what the fuck is the point of having all these goddamn guns? Because you know what, man? Like I, I, I said in Grand Theft Auto that the, I, I'm going to, I guess I broke away from my agorism at least temporarily, I'm still very upset because 
I, don't some of you feel like there needs to be some sort of justice that needs to be done to these individuals who have been robbing you and future generations for and, and you know, they robbed our parents that robbed our grandparents that I mean, this is a, a complete and total ass fucking for the last 150 years, at least, you know, People, why? Oh, sorry. No, I, what I don't understand, like, you know, if we're not going to. I don't cry over spilled politicians. And I think a lot of them should be spilled. And I mean, a lot of them. And I mean, like 99% of them in Grand Theft Auto. I, I, this, it's appalling that we haven't done something already. And yeah, I agree with Michael Malice. The, the, the phrase that the American people won't stand for this, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Now, there's some benefits to this, maybe. And I would like to get your opinions. Does this facilitate the national divorce? Does this add another fissure? into the uh into the uh ever growing uh crack in the in the infrastructure in the in the base of this uh forced marriage between 50 different states and several different cultures uh, all of none of it nobody gives a fuck about what you know some of these people that live in other places are like you know paying taxes for somebody to get fucking food stamps in california or whatever like nobody cares about that shit you don't even think about it right so like you know is this going to push people in the right direction as far as saying maybe we need to go our separate ways finally, you know, or is this going to become more draconian, more authoritarian? There's there's cases to be. I don't think there's a right answer, but I think there's cases to be made for both. You know what I mean? I think that we really can say that it could go so many different ways. I don't think it's just a, a binary answer. I think it's multifaceted. There's a lot of different scenarios that could happen. But the problem is, is, you know. Okay, let's take it for example. I'll just give you one. So let's say Ohio drops, you know, like the people are like, we're sick of this shit. We're not putting up anymore. Everything's open. We're ready for business. No, no mass, no horse shit. And we're not going to nobody's nobody's allowed to force anyone to to get a shot. Okay, let's just play the status game. Let's just play. Let's play it that way. And let's say, you know, those poor fuckers up in Michigan, it goes the other way. Right. It goes the, the, the antithesis of all that. Do you see a mass migration? People are like, well, I'm going to start moving to more freer areas, people that have my ideals, because those of you in California that think the way we do, you, there is no hope for you. There is, you're not getting out of that. Like, it's going to be that way indefinitely. Yeah, for the, real. The state of New York, fucking forget about it. That's going to be New Jersey. Forget like there are, you know, that phrase, maybe you should, you know, you know, cut your losses. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, guys. Th those are total losses. I, there are good people in those areas. We've had them on our show already. You know, I have family that lives out there. I, we have friends that are in California and in, and in Oregon and in Washington. We have friends in these areas. There's good people all over this place. The overwhelming majority of people, I think, are decent. But those people who are in charge or, you know, the people that have been placed in charge with the illusion of choice or whatever, that shit is at a total loss. It's like fighting over ground that doesn't make a difference anymore. Like regaining, like the losses that you have to incur to take some of this territory would be astronomical. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking for a peaceful settlement where you don't have to have spilled politicians and hopefully no spilled human beings, also known as regular people like us, perhaps, you know, a, an amicable divorce is where people are like, listen, in this, in state X, in this community, you have to have all of your shots like a dog. You have to have, you know, all your firearms need to be registered. You can't have a magazine bigger than two. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. your shotguns have a plug where you can only have two rounds and they're only four tens. You can't even have a 20 gauge or a 12. You know, if you want to live here like a bitch, that's what we require. And then there's other places such as where we live or maybe Montana 
or, you know, Utah or all these, you know, different states. I can't even throw Colorado in there anymore. Apparently they've been taken over too. So, well, I, I mean, you're going to have all of those people go on. and they're just going to be afraid of the people right next door that have all the shit that they're not allowed to have in this one place. And there's going to be people that don't have the means financially or whatever to make it out of there to get to that other place. And it's like, uh, I'm thinking back to when I was a poli sci student and they had us read like the man, uh, like on man, the state in war or something like that. And it's like, you have to have a powerful military in order to uh, basically shit deterrence, deterrence tactics to keep other people from trying to fuck with you and what you got going on. So it's like, if you're trying to keep this super safe place where all of these people have the baby proof version of everything, it's like, you still have to be, According to this theory in this book, you have to have people that are ready to do incredibly violent things to anybody that would come and jeopardize that. Mm -hmm. Anybody on the outside. I'm not saying that there are people like everybody on the outside might be like, oh, my God, we don't give a fuck what they're doing. We're just happy to be away from them. But if they can sell the people that live there on the fact that it's like all of these people outside of here would gladly come murder, rape and do whatever to you. And we're the only thing that stands between you and that it's like they'll give away every single right that they have and then like who knows what they want to do to all of the other neighboring areas maybe they don't want to live peacefully right next to each other and they're not like i i well think about this so like we had in a group chat uh brian and i and uh we were talking about this a little bit but it was in in our in our group chat the four of us guys, and uh, we we're talking about the national divorce because that's been a, a rather popular topic, at least on Twitter lately. When I've logged in, uh, there they had some people that were, you know, mouthpieces for some of these different news outlets talking about it. And then we discussed on, you know, what direction would this go? How would this work? What would it look like? How long would it take? And part of me thinks, like, again, there is no right answer because we don't know, but we can try to prognosticate, we could try to, you know, see if we can forecast what it might look like so i always go back to my history so in this show we've talked multiple times about how the romans left britain okay on you know yesterday you know today they're here the legions are here the roads are open uh, commerce is moving people are roman citizens and then tomorrow you're walking around and you see the legionnaires picking up all of their gear closing their camp the governor comes out and says you know fellow citizens um it's been good to know you but uh, the emperor says, we got to move. So we wish you nothing but the best. Good luck. Uh, stay away from Scotland. Those people are crazy. The picks up there, they're maniacs. That's why they paint their faces. and They run battle, into battle naked. They're crazy. That's why Adrian built the wall. You know, good luck to you. Have fun. Perhaps it's something like that. Or like, you remember um, when uh, was California was saying, oh, we might uh, not allow people from Florida to come into the state. Do you guys remember that at all vaguely? It was a couple of months ago where they were like, oh, no, we won't allow people from because they're pissed at uh, DeSantis for not enforcing a bunch of uh, mandates and shit like that. Well, what if it becomes, what if it escalates from there and the state says, okay, fine, well, we won't trade with you. You you know, we don't like your fucking strawberries anyway down in Florida. We got all these oranges. You won't get any more fucking orange juice. How about that, bitch? We're, you know, and then it could escalate from there to where you, you're, you see a cessation of trade between certain states or people that are like, no, we're not, we're not sending anything to California anymore. We're not, we're not trading with them. We don't care how good the strawberries are in Northern California. We don't want them anymore. We'll buy them from somewhere else. 
this, that, and the other thing. And you could see maybe that happened, or maybe one day uh, the empire, when it runs out of money, eventually, you know, when you have hyperinflation, and by the way, there's an article that I'm not gonna be able to get to today where it says that the Fed chairman says that inflation is in fact here to stay. Remember they kept telling you that these were temporary spikes yeah. in the cost of goods? Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. Of course, it, it always is. We knew that. We knew that here, and probably you guys knew that too, but it's a flaming pile of horseshit. It's here to stay. What, is, what does Sal the, the Agora say? It's the hidden tax. That's the hidden tax, ladies and gentlemen. Well, now they're trying to roll out, what, a gasoline tax now at the end? Or no, uh, no the, uh, mileage tax. Mileage by tax. the mile. That's yeah. right. It was, it was an idea toyed with. I think in Obama's administration and, you know, it was what obviously wasn't too popular. It's still not popular now, but um, what it do they want us to pay now? It's an X amount, uh, X amount of cents per mile that you drive. Don't so we you, already do that in your car that you pay tax on gasoline for that. You paid taxes when you bought the car with the wages that you got taxed on when you earned them, <laughs> like on the roads that, oh, my God, like it's just taxes on taxes at this point. Like you got to you you're going to get taxed on the energy that it took them to tax you like what the fuck yeah, there's still people who don't think uh about how criminal it is that individuals who receive a pension have it taxed or like let's take social security for example social security comes out as a tax essentially and then when they put it back in your pocket after robbing you it's taxed nobody thinks about that shit they don't think about the double dip like you are getting fucked so hard that you're numb to it you don't even realize it like that's it's not even worth putting up a fight anymore to most of these people and it's just like well, i don't blame eh. them when they're and it's like a a, a, fr a force on force fight would not work it, it, it clearly doesn't but it's like you're not even trying to innovate anymore like you're yeah. not trying to you're not getting cute with it yeah i i understand what you're saying um i don't i don't think i don't know how it's going to happen i think that it's inevitable and people always think they, they seem to have a very short memory of think about okay there's two civilizations right now that I can think of that are always around and they go, they ebb and flow between like, you know, peaks and valleys, Egypt. Okay. The Egyptians and the Chinese, those are two civilizations. We could say that we can look back through recorded history and say, okay, they've been around, you know, their, their, their power waned and grew, but they've been around. Right. But Assyria, Babylonia, they're gone. Uh, who else? The Ottoman Empire's fallen, right? The French Empire fell. The British Empire fell. The Roman Empire fell. The Eastern Roman Empire fell. Like, you know, the Russian Empire. Like, we can go through this all day long. States grow. They, 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 they Like a tumor, they metastasize, and then eventually it dies. Some of them stick around, you know, China, the Chinese uh, uh, culture and the, China, and the Chinese people are obviously always around. And then the Egyptians have seen this uh, seem to stand the test of time, both of them. But the idea that the United States of America, which have never been united in any sense, there's always been a difference between the cultures and the regions of this of this state of this country, excuse me, that there have been exacerbated, at least recently, because we now finally see the real daggers coming out of people. This at least this situation has provided us a far clearer lens to see who really are the enemies of individualism and freedom. At least, I mean, that's a benefit, I think, to all of us. That you at least yeah, you know your enemies, a, you know, it's a huge burden to bear, though. And a lot of people would rather like they it's something we've talked about for probably since I've known you, Jay, because it's just like, 
oh, Pandora's box is open and now you have to deal with all the shit that came out. And it's like as much try as you might, you will never be able to unsee or not be aware of that stuff anymore. That door is forever open. You know there's a room out there or maybe it just goes outside, which I mean, that's just an even bigger room if you think about it. So like no matter what, it's there and you know it. And it's like you can't you can try try all you want. It's always there. So how are you going to come to terms with that? How are you going to deal with it? How are you going to move forward? Great. That's a that's a good point. And, um, you know, and the thing is, is that, you know, I get a little bit upset because like when we were talking in that text message or excuse me, in the group message, you know, there's a solution to a lot of these problems. And I think that that's a problem that I know that Christopher and I definitely share that is about, you know, fairness and justice and not in a capital J sense, but in a lowercase sense, like we want to see people who are responsible for awful things be held accountable. And there's only one way to do that. And I'm not going to say it here because I'm not going to say it, but any of you with half a brain cell know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm not advocating for it, but I'm saying that there are solutions to some of these problems. And I don't think I'll ever live to see it happen. Um, Does agorism make far more sense? Well, yeah, because again, going nose to nose against that kind of machine is, is, I mean, to take a page from, yeah, it's a fool's errand like Mr. Scott Horton's title of his book, which is an excellent book. It is a fool's errand to even it's 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 a waste of your life. It's a waste of your time. It's important to know that these things are going on so that you, the audience, can perhaps educate. You know, the best time to do this is at the Thanksgiving dinner table. It's always now that doesn't work in my house because uh, my my sister's an anarcho feminist. You know, my mother hates the government. My father's 89. He doesn't give a fuck about anything. Um, he likes to eat the, the, the gizzard from my wife boils the gizzard down for him and the entry or what is it the, the heart and the lungs. He likes to eat that shit and he likes to watch football. My father's done with this shit. Right. And then my kid is texting and then, you know, I'm making a mashed potato. The wife's making the turkey like, you know, and our family already knows the government sucks and we don't really have anything to discuss. But those of you. <laughs> Those of you I mean, in that in that sense, in that sense, like I, we, I, I, I gamble heavily on football that day. And um, I, I, I haven't the last Thanksgiving. I did not get inebriated. I will say that I've gotten a lot better about that. But um, but those of you who do have, quote, normal families who believe in you know political parties and the system and all that happy horse shit. This is a great opportunity for you to drop some truth on them. And I'll give you another one. You're not going to like this. It's a lot of nasty articles. That's why quiz time is so essential. This yeah, week, ladies I and mean, gentlemen. I'm, I'm dying for quiz. Time. Well, this you got one more depressing. thing. I'm very upset. It's going to get worse. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, this is from uh, this is from opindia.com. This is um, an editor's pick article that says meet Noah Bertlatsky, the Rutgers University Press published author working hard to normalize pedophilia. Oh, I can't. We're going to do it. <laughs> it has to be done. It has people have to know. OK, I'm the, the Rutgers University Press in 2017 published a rather unusual book. The book, titled Wonder Woman, revolved around bondage and feminism in the comics created by William Moulton Marston. Four years later, the author of the book, Noah Bertlatsky, is involved in a pedophilia apologia controversy. It has come to the fore that Noah is the communication director for an organization that engages in the normalization of pedophilia. The name of the organization is is the Prostasia Foundation, and it does appear to endorse extremely problematic opinions. Prostasia calls pedophiles minor attractive persons or MAPs. If you listen to Jeremiah on this show, you'd be familiar with this term. Uh, with, this is also a problem on Twitter, too. 
which is an uh, undisguised attempt to rebrand pedophilia as a sexual orientation, such as homosexuality. Putting the two of those things together is an absolute disgrace. They're mutually exclusive, and it's disgusting, but I digress. In the past, it has condemned Tumblr removing maps and allies blogs. In a post on its website, Prostasia went on to claim that removing such content would harm children. The post claimed an entire community at the ground zero of child sexual abuse prevention is being censored, and it's children who will ultimately suffer the most. The foundation also claims that stigma against pedophilia is a consequence of alt-right conspiracy theorists and sexual conservatives. Right, like us. Sure. All of us alt-rightists. Huh? Right. Yeah. I, I, it, go, it goes on. Okay. It, save, your, save your bullets. It goes on. Regarding censorship of map content, Prostasia opined, in combination, this has left the support professionals who work with non-offending maps, non-offending okay, so minor we, attracted people. Yeah. Maps is a minor attracted person. Correct. People. At a, dis- at a disadvantage and has largely reduced spaces for public online discussion about minor attraction to the echo chamber of alt-right conspiracy theorists and sexual conservatives who wield the stigma around pedophilia as a potent weapon to undermine the progress of the LGBT movement and the anti-fascist movement. And I love how they loop that in there. They're like, oh, we're a part of their movement. And they're all like, get the f- fuck out of here like we can't even get traction without you assholes what the fuck i can't i can't stand this because you know what these people are fucking sick okay because angel's the boss i'll slow down here the article will be in the show notes but uh you should know that these people are out there and they must they they absolutely have to be outed exposed and to lump a pedophilia and homosexuality together is disgusting I yeah. say it again. They're mutually exclusive. And, uh, you know, conservatives used to do this shit, too. They used to say, well, you know, gay, gay, gay men, really, they are pedophiles. It's like, you, you don't know what you're talking about. I'll never understand that, that hatred for, for gay people. No, they're no, like, no. They're like a category in and of themselselves. Correct. They exist alone. There is no Venn diagram this, for yeah, pedophiles. No, no. They're a lonely fucking circle. And we should... This, drop a nuke in the middle of that. This <laughs> from orbit. He said, "This is what he said in a tweet. This dipshit is on his whatever TL stands for. I don't know. Loudly proclaiming allyship with black people and then attacking people for supporting people targeted by the criminal justice system. Shocker! Sex offender registries are just as racist as the rest of the criminal justice system. <laughs> no, they're not. They're there because you fucking raped somebody." Like, right. I, right. I don't get it. What the fuck are these? These people are nuts, dude. Like, they're nuts. Yeah. What is what is happening? Many somebody such explain things. this to me? Uh, the end of the world, hopefully. Um, Jesus. No, he's not coming either. Um, it's all I over. mean, somebody fucking should. No wasn't this all, touching on, like, the ancient Rome bit, it's like, wasn't this all shit that really became problematic for them at, like, the end of the empire, and then it was, like, a thousand years of darkness after the fall of Rome or some shit, like, fucking crazy? They always had a, yeah, shit, they, uh, both them and the Greeks had up. had pages <laughs> Where they had these young these young boys uh, that were deliberately attached to these uh, these older men to show them the way of being a man, and that including using these poor kids. Like yeah, that like the Greeks and the Romans. Like it, 
hurting children has never, ever been out of style, especially amongst those who have power and money. It's never been out of style. So, why, like, I don't understand why. Like, you literally, like Tim Dillon said, he's like, they could have done so much other shit, but they didn't. It's the entire foreign policy. It's always, it always has been. It's always been drugs and hurting children. Like, yeah. No, there's listen. this guy even looks like before I even read this article. Okay, I looked at this fucking guy's picture and I was yeah. like, this guy is a fucking asshole. <laughs> right. Like that's I probably mean, his most no, redeeming quality. I'm just, I'm just going to do a share screen really quick so you can see this fucking guy. Like this dude is a piece of shit. Look at his fucking face. That's well, a he, he, shit. he looks like a fucking kid diddly. Yeah, he looks like he wants to rape your nephew. Like I, I don't, I don't. Like he, he looks like, like he definitely drives around in a windowless van, right? Yeah, with a, with a mattress and a jar full of dum dums in the. Oh bed. my god, this it's terrible. Stick. Something's yeah. wrong with this guy. So congratulations to Rutgers University in publishing his work. <laughs> Great job out there, Rutgers. Keep up Ugh. the good work from New Jersey. Keep it up, really. It no, we're all really, impressed. I'm really angry now. Fucking New Jersey, the fucking toilet bowl of America. Jesus Christ I Almighty! Don't, I don't understand why it's okay to hurt children. It isn't. Why it's okay to take advantage of children? It's not. It, taking Never was. advantage of anybody is fucking terrible. But when you take advantage of children and elderly and fucking dogs, like there's something wrong with you. I like how you threw dogs in there because it has to be said. It, I don't it does like to, it. No, no. Normal people don't like it. I don't even fucking like I cats and I wouldn't mistreat a cat. Abnormal people. Right. Abnormal people. People that are just like, you know, whatever. I don't know even know what that means, abnormal. But people that maybe don't have as strong opinion as I do about pedophiles cannot possibly think that it's okay to harm children. Period. Yeah, and then it gets back to it circles back to what Christopher and I, uh, when you know, talking about uh, the uh, the um, having justice done to people, you know, ha seeing justice through it really, that's something you know, you guys. That's where I guess I break with with being an agorist, where I'm not advocating openly for anything, but I'm just saying that I really would like to see something done about this. I would really like to see something done about this uh, because there is um, there are a few things that are as low if any, than harming children or, you know, I mean, sexually battering children, sexually assaulting, you know, people that can't fight back. I just, I, I can't, there, there, there's only one way to take care of it. And we all know what the answer to that is. And I'm not going to say it here because you all know who listened to this show and I'm pretty sure most of you agree. So that's where I break with this whole non-aggression principle business about like, Oh, we're just going to kick you out of the community. Um, not good enough. Not good enough. You're off the island. Right. Okay. We are we are going to in fact kick you out of the community, the the community of life. <laughs> like yeah. You're, and you're GTA. being evacuated. Uh, yeah. In Grand Theft Auto, of course. In Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So um, that those are your four ultra depressing articles for the week. I hope you enjoyed them. The show notes will be uh, will have all four of these. You can take a look at the guy that Angel's very upset with, and rightfully so. He does look like a fucking real uh, kid diddler. A so. Fucking piece of <laughs> he shit. Does. Like I'm he telling you, does. man, that dude for sure drives around a white windowless van. Oh <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to move on to the fun, the fun part. Yep, get a stretch in.
quick take a quick take a quick uh drink to uh wet the old whistle it is quiz time paul b get your paperwork out and by the way i invited paul to the dinner of the of the month club meeting which is happening tomorrow and paul b said it might be too far for him to drive i was a little disappointed with that message paul i really would like to see you come out for some fine italian dining but you know in the end it's your choice um, well you could maybe, maybe you could swing by and pick you know all up i could do that and i might ask him that but i'm just saying like you know the, the by the way any of you that live in northeastern ohio if you're ever interested in the dinner of the uh, dinner of the month club get a hold of me let me know we'll um we'll, we'll have a discussion about it um we were we're hitting up an italian place it's going to be tremendous i already picked out two appetizers even before i get set foot one foot in the, in the place i'm already there i like i i take it very seriously as as it should be uh, because these are important things in life so ladies and gentlemen quiz time quiz time we're going to start off question number one with a quote <clears throat> quote patriotism is the virtue of the vicious was it a hemingway b hawthorne c oscar wilde so um so nathaniel hawthorne that's the famous author that wrote the scarlet letter i believe and or d kafka uh angel you always get to go first mm. so go ahead i am going to pick d you're gonna pick kafka all right christopher your pick please what was the first one uh ernest hemingway um no uh i'm gonna go with oscar wilde Christopher is going to go with Oscar Wilde. All right. Brian, rounding it out. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. <laughs> what do you know? Any fucking Shakespeare? <laughs> no, that's from, we were quoting The Departed again. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher has jumped into the lead on this one. The answer right. is Oscar Wilde. Question number two. Quote, you show me a capitalist and I'll show you a bloodsucker. End quote. This is going to be a tough one for you guys. I'm going to tell you right now. It was it A Malcolm X, B Leon Trotsky, C Eugene V Debs, or D Eric Honecker, the former East German uh, boss from uh, the communist era? I'm gonna say C. Uh, uh, you're gonna say C, so that is Debs for Angel. Christopher, your guess, please. Trotsky. Christopher's gonna go with Trotsky, and then finally Brian rounding it out. Who was the Who was the last one? Uh, Eric Honecker no idea who that is uh trotsky you're gonna go with trotsky eric honecker was the uh former east german boss when the when the country finally collapsed and germany was uh reunified so he was the last boss of east germany mm. uh the answer unfortunately as a big fat goose egg ladies and gentlemen would you believe it was the great and powerful malcolm x you don't have to like everything he says because he's still my favorite uh civil rights leader from the 1960s number three quote communism doesn't work because people like to own stuff <laughs> This is another tough one. <laughs> was it A, Frank Zappa, B, Kim Kardashian, C, Joe Broseph Biden, or D, Donald John Trump? No, this is that. See, now this is a hard one. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough um, one. I'm going to go with A. You're going to go with A, which is Frank Zappa. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Okay. Christopher? It's a tough one, buddy. I know. It's a tough one. 
<laughs> he said, no, fuck. <laughs> go ahead, man. Come on. I'm going to go with Trump. <laughs> uh, Christopher's going to go with the former disgraced president and leader of the insurrection that failed. <laughs> uh, Donald John Trump. And rounding it out, Brian. Which Kardashian was it? Uh, Kimberly. Which Kardashian? The smartest one. Are you, man, I swear, if it does turn out to be Car- a Kardashian. Chris is the smartest one. Are you I'm, fucking kidding I'm, me? I'm going to go fucking, I'm going to go cry in the shower. After You're going to go down. Joe Bananas crazy? Dude, I'll say, yeah. I'll say it was Kim K. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a tie right now because Angel got that one right. It was Frank Zappa. Shit. Yes. Okay. All right. So no, no crying in the shower necessary yet. Number four. Linen fabric is made from the fibers of which plant? Is it A, cotton, B, flax, C, hemp, or D, ramy? A. Angel goes with A, which is cotton. Christopher? I, too, shall go with cotton, the fabric of our lives. I remember that commercial. <laughs> I remember. See, Christopher the, and I are showing touch, our age. The feel. feel. <laughs> the fabric, fabric of, of our lives. lives. I remember that. All right, Brian. Uh, uh, you're gonna I, go. With I, I use a cotton sock as a masturbatory receptacle <laughs> because of the touch and the feel. <laughs> you know what? That is echo friendly. I mean, you just gotta wash that sock out. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's like light as a feather, stiff as board. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have another fat goose egg on this one. The right answer is B, flax. Fuck. Flax? Flax. Ooh. Number five. Get out of here. Yeah. I know. I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I should have known that. that. I threw some heat on this one. Number five. Flax is like shit weirdos put in fucking protein shakes. Like, yeah. Chia seeds. Flax seed. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Number five, quote, the real division is not between conservatives and revolutionaries, but between authoritarians and libertarians, end quote. Was it A, be great and powerful Ron Paul, B, Chomsky, which doesn't have a P in it, you fucks, nom, nom, uh, C, Howard Zinn, uh, and, or D, George Orwell? Angel. Um, I don't know, so I'm going to say D. Angel's going to go with Orwell, is that right? Yes. Okay. Christopher? What was the second choice again? Uh, Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. Chomp. Chomp. Chewy, chewy, chomp. <laughs> like fucking chompy chain or whatever the fucking thing is from Mario. <laughs> yeah, I love that little guy. Uh, Yeah, all right. Re- re- can you just repeat all four of them for me real quick? Sure. A, Ron Paul. B, Noam Chomsky. C, Howard Zinn. Or D, George Orwell. I'm going to go with B. I'm going to go with Chomsky. You're going to go with Noam Chomsky, okay? And Brian rounding it out. Orwell. Brian's going to go with George Orwell. Uh, The correct answer was, in fact, George Orwell. So Brian and Angel got that one. Number six, who served as British Prime Minister from 1979 until 1990? Was it A, Tony Blair, B, John Major, C, Margaret Thatcher, or D, Henry Asquith? What, what year was that? Uh, 1979 to 1990. See. You're saying Margaret Thatcher. Okay. Christopher? I'll, I'm going to go with Margaret Thatcher. 
Christopher is going to go with Margaret Thatcher. All right. And Brian rounding it out. Who are the other three other than Margaret Thatcher? Henry Asquith, uh, Tony Blair, and John Major. I don't even know if these other people were ever British prime ministers. So uh, I know Tony Blair was, but that he's definitely not the answer. Yeah, that was the George H. Maybe. Maybe you guys are all in on it. You're trying to throw me off. I, don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just know because he he was mentioned in recent news. Right, yeah, we're all in on it. That's why yeah. I constantly <laughs> give wrong answers. Because yeah, like you're it. really committed to the bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, Margaret Thatcher. People talk about pissing on her grave and stuff. Like I don't know. That's she's relevant in my all mind. right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a perfect round. Everybody got that right. Just so you know, all of these people were at one point in time. Prime Ministers of the United Kingdom. Tony Blair is the one who followed John Major. John Major is the one who followed Margaret Thatcher. And Henry Asquith was the Prime Minister during World War I. Yeah. Number seven, in religion and politics, people's beliefs and convictions are, all, are in almost every case gotten at second hand and without examination. So in religion and politics, people's beliefs and convictions are in almost every case gotten at second hand and without examination. Was it A, the great and powerful Voltaire, B, our friend, your friend, Karl Marx, C, Tolstoy, or D, Mark Twain, the great and powerful American author? I'm going to say A. Angel is coming out hot. She's going for the, uh, the great French uh, writer and, I guess, philosopher. You call him Voltaire. Go ahead, Christopher, your guess, please. I have no clue. I'm just going to go with whole story all right <laughs> what tolstoy he called i think you did a purpose tol story <laughs> i thought he said story too oh okay i thought That's you said funny. story i thought you said tol story no. i heard tolstoy it's okay all right good good then i'm i'm just fucking deaf and stupid go ahead i don't know maybe my brain just made me <laughs> I, I at first i thought he was fucking with me I was like you fucking with me over here chris is that what's <laughs> happening um brian what's your guess i'm just an asshole samuel clemens you're going to go with mr twain okay oh, okay i was like that wasn't a fucking choice what are you talking about <laughs> okay well then i guess i technically are you fucking with me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> secret option e <laughs> i guess i got to take that away from brian because he didn't actually use what who is mark twain no it is ah. mark twain. yep no you got it right so that was uh mark twain Fuck number yeah. Eight, number eight, uh, quote, to argue with a person who has renounced the use of reason is like administering medicine to the dead. So to argue with a person who has renounced the use of reason is like administering medicine to the dead. Was that A, Thomas Paine, B, Hegel, C, Goldwater, as in Barry Goldwater, or D, Milton Friedman? I'm going to say A. Angel's going to go with A. You're really very assertive over there. Okay, you need to, you need to like. I mean, you better get this right. Um, a. Oh, all right. Eight is <laughs> fine. Fine. Live with it. Uh, Christopher, your choice, please. A. Christopher and also as in anus. <laughs> <laughs> anus. Yes, and anus. Brian, rounding it out. When the hand is on the, the bill of, of the hat, I know that a serious consternation is taking place, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, it's, 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 yeah. 
Go ahead, buddy. Come on. Yeah, fuck it. Good old T Payne. Go, oh, Thomas Payne, ladies and gentlemen. We have another perfect round. It was the great and powerful Thomas Payne, the American revolutionary. Number nine. Number nine. This is a good one, ladies and gentlemen. This is a little geography for you. Number nine. Which U.S. state is closest to the African continent? Not territory. What U.S. state is closest to the African continent? The choices are A. Florida, the dong of America, B, Virginia, C, Maine, formerly a part of Massachusetts, or D, New York. Angel, your guess, please. I don't know at all. I'm going to say Florida. Angel's going to go with FL fucking A. All right. Christopher? Now, now, are we talking about like a globe or are we talking about flat earth here, ma'am? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> this time is canceled. That's it. I'm turning <laughs> off the computer. That's it. It's yeah, over. Just kidding. I fucking hate flat earthers, you fucking cock smokers. Uh, no I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Maine. Uh, Christopher is going to go with Maine. Uh, yeah, that was one of the choices, right? Yes, sir, it was. Okay. <laughs> and finally, Brian, rounding it out. Maine. Brian also goes with Maine. Ladies and gentlemen, Maine was the right answer. Aw. 100%. So. I don't know and where it is in relation. The, the, I don't... the northern part of mm-hmm. it sticks it's... out further than Florida. Correct. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I know that, that. much. <laughs> I, I do know that much. I'm usually terrible with geography, but that's all right. Hey, I look, actually, I actually had to. I actually pictured the coastline in my head. And I was like, nice oh, work. Man. That's good. No, it's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Unless we're talking about flat Earth now, man. Fuck. I'm telling you, you know, I hate you can't it. send anything up past the firmament, man. Because oh. that's where Jesus is at. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Jesus <laughs> said you can't go past the firmament. That's true. <laughs> You know, and the and the and the dinosaurs aren't real. They were they were them bones were buried there by Jews. It's a conspiracy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's getting banned off of YouTube. <laughs> oh man. That was great. Number ten. I'm allowed to laugh at that joke. Number 10. Uh, <laughs> in fact, everybody is because uh, we don't get keep here. Number 10, quote, since it is since it is inconceivable that all religions can be right, the most reasonable conclusion is that they are all wrong. Was it A, Richard Dawkins, C, Christopher Hitchens, or excuse me, B, Christopher Hitchens, C, George Carlin, or D, Ricky Gervais? I'm going to say D. Angel's going to go with Senor Gervais. All right. Christopher? I'm going to go with my namesake, which would be choice B. Christopher Hitchens. All right. And finally. I'm betting on my own fucking name here. That's all right. Money's on the big line. Money, big money, no fucking whammy. That's right. Go ahead, pal. What do you got? So it was Gervais, Carlin, Hitchens, and who? Who was the last one? Richard Dawkins. Dawkins. Uh... It's a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with Dawkins. You're going to go with Dawkins. Ladies and gentlemen, Christopher got that one right. It was our friend, good old Hitch. Hitch said that. So as a result, we have a two-way tie, uh, five correct, 
between Brian and Christopher and Angel in second place, also known as last. Uh, the fucking caboose. Yeah. yeah, you know, bringing up the I'm rear. not wearing them fucking assless chaps. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> uh, thank you guys, everybody, for, uh, for participating. Paul B., I look forward to hearing your results. Let me know. Um, you could always bring them to dinner tomorrow, but uh, whatever. Uh, I'm just kidding, Paul. If you don't want to come, that's all right. You're just going to miss out on the fine Italian dining, and I hate to see that happen. Um, it's a great place, at least I've been told. So... Um, that's all we have for this week, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry if, uh, you know, if it seemed a little bit dark or what have you, because it is, it's not good, not good at all, but, uh, you gotta know, you have to be educated. You have to be informed and, you know, just make sure that, you know, come Thanksgiving. In fact, you know what here, I'm going to put this out there for any of the, you know, how I've asked for you to send me information. In fact, I have listeners in the UK. I've asked about the situation over there. Nobody ever got back to me. That's fine. It's whatever. I still like you guys. Uh, I just like to get the inside scoop as it were. But if you are able, this is a challenge well in advance. If you are able to bring up some of these points at Thanksgiving, please write into the show when it happens. And I'm not talking about Canadian Thanksgiving. I think that came. That's coming up too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> so it's too soon. I want you to be prepared for he this means, fight. He means the uh, U.S. and day Thanksgiving. The American, the American version. Um, the American version in November. Yeah. Uh, not the Canadian version. We eat turkey, not fucking Donair. <laughs> Donair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Please, fucking weird Canadians. I did do a poutine, which seems um, cheese curd. I mean. Oh yeah, I was gonna say poutine is good. Poutine, but Justin, but Justin Trudeau's an asshole. He's terrible. He's he's not <laughs> he's fucking not good. Ultra ultra mega mega piece of shit. He certainly is. I agree. So if you can implement some of these, uh, bring up a conversation. Like for example, you know, if you want to talk about the Fed president or uh, the firing of 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 healthcare workers in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, how, you know, it violates an individual's right to choose how they want what they want to put in their body or, um, you know, ju judges violating the law. See what kind of excuses your family members come up with. Or if you don't want to use any of these stories, use so many of the, the, the myriad of things that we've talked about before, like Operation Paperclip, perhaps, or perhaps the assassination of John Kennedy by Alan Dulles and the CIA. Why don't you bring that up at Thanksgiving, especially if you got some boomer parents, because they'll tell you exactly where they were when it happened. I have a boomer parent, and she'll tell you exactly where the fuck she was when it happened. She was a freshman in high school. She'll tell you exactly what class she was in. She, and it, believe me, you know, it, it, it will be chef's kiss. Bring this up at your Thanksgiving discussion. Report back to us, guys. I want to know how it went. I want to know if you caused a full nuclear meltdown, if the meal was ruined, if food was thrown, if insults were chucked, and eventually if it came to fisticuffs. I want to know about it, and I will take full responsibility for <laughs> your family. And, Nick, you can send them. I'll have them on the show. We'll have a, we'll have a, a lively discussion about why they're wrong. So, please, that is a use, guys. <laughs> That is a use guys challenge from us, me, to you, uh, to try to uh, radicalize your family at the Thanksgiving table. I think that would be a wonderful gift for Thanksgiving gift. You know what? It's a good me. idea is maybe send the links via text message to the articles first and then casually bring up. What do you think about that article? That's a good That's idea. That's how you do it. Well, no, this is the way I envision it, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to pretend that these uh, two writing utensils are... You know, I got my knife. I got my, my my fork here. I got my knife, and you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. hey, um, 
Have you guys ever heard of Alan Dulles? Oh, man. This guy was responsible for killing John Kennedy. Can you believe that? And and here, here wait, wait. Let me get some. Potatoes are great, Grandma. These are excellent. Did you guys know that Lee Harvey Oswald was allowed to renounce his American citizenship, threaten to reveal secrets about the U-2 uh, base that he worked at in Japan, lived in the Soviet Union, and then was allowed to return to the United States and get all of his citizenship papers back, including all of his rights, without even being interrogated or interviewed by the FBI? Does anybody know about that? Why? Isn't that why? Mm. <laughs> That's really good. That's very good turkey. I'm starting to get full here. You guys heard about that? Did you guys know that the Nazis came over here and responsible for NASA? Hey, Grandma. Grandma, did you know that? I know that Grandpa fought the Nazis at Normandy, but you know that, guess what? Our rockets are Nazi rockets. Did you know about that, Grandma? You know? And just just get in there. Agitate. Stir the pot. Be, be, be a, uh, a change agent at your own Thanksgiving table, courtesy of this show. I encourage it. I am guilty of uh, of, you know, Voting Black crime, Black crime. I'm also guilty for in uh, in you know insurrection at your own uh, you know dinner table. Do it at Christmas. Do it at Hanukkah. <laughs> Do it at New Year's. Anytime. Like if Merry you're... Christmas, Grandma. We have Nazi rockets. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, hey, Grandma. Have you have you heard like you know just like you're going through your notes here? I'm like, mm. oh man, why wow, this mm. pecan pie, Grandma? Is such is so good. Have you ever heard of Kurt Davis? Yeah. Yeah, he was a Nazi. Do you know about Paperclip? <laughs> you know, just get in there, just dive in. Just it's like dropping a grenade in the middle of your Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas or whatever it is that you do. Drop that maybe at the Chinese buffet, perhaps, <laughs> while you're standing in line next hey, to a stranger. Man. You know what hey. I mean? Yeah. Hey, you'll be like, did, oh. did you know that NASA hiring Nazis was their final solution? <laughs> <laughs> to get the rockets to, the, to work to the space race yeah to the space race yeah go Can ahead we lost yeah go go ahead and do that ladies and gentlemen i encourage that please and then report back to this show don't worry you won't be embarrassed your, your family won't listen to this show i can guarantee you that your your anonymity is safe with us guys as i protected the uh the identity of all of our guests that wish to have it protected it has been done so with that being the case, uh, that's all I have. A closing notebook. That's the international sign. That is time for dinner. I'm going to turn it over to my friends to see if they have anything to add, starting with the boss. How about you? Just fuck pedophilia and pedophiles. <laughs> and that, that, that's all I have to say. Like, that's I think it's really excellent. Excellent like, point. These pieces of shit. Yeah. Like, ugh. that's all. <sighs> I echo that sentiment. Um, Wood chipper go. Uh, Brian, what do you have? Uh, so again, I'll be taking a hiatus for the month of October, basically. And then I'll come back in November, ready to hit the ground running. Very excited. Uh, completely. I'm not going to be using the internet, social media. I'll have my phone with me only for emergencies. So it's going to be fun. Going to, going to be fun to disconnect for a while and see what reality is actually like without outside influences. So excellent. That'll be my little science experiment for the month. And I'll report back after that. All right. Very good. And finally, Christopher, do you have anything that you would like to add? Could you please remind the audience of when the show is? Uh, yeah. So October 29th, uh, we'll be playing at the Vortex in Akron. So if anybody, any listeners are in the Northeast Ohio area, uh, you can come see my band. Um, 
Agents, Agents of, of apathy, apathy, baby. I love that shirt. What a great shirt. Fuck yeah. It's it's beautiful. So anyways, yeah, you can see my band uh there and then uh great. In the in the meantime, we're going to start uh hunkering down and getting the, the album recorded and uh on a side note that has nothing to do with me or my band uh don't think unplugging for the month of october is getting you out of wearing assless chaps brian um you Second are half. still obligated uh, unplugging from the internet does not get you out of wearing asses <laughs> i don't remember signing a contract i mean they, i never even expressed a contract oh it was a social oh, it was contract in the terms and conditions to, of the contract to, i was to born which into you agreed to oh, by being oh, on the show it's all over it's all over it's all over by being on the show you agreed to this you That's should right. have known Interesting, yep. interesting, interesting. Yep. Maybe I'll maybe I'll talk to some people from the Fed and find a loophole in my month off, and I'll find a way to there totally no be loophole. off the hook. Oh, no loophole. <laughs> There's no loophole. I love we, it. Then, chaps or bust. Yeah, and then we kind or of bust. Have, interesting, interesting. We kind of uh, unilaterally decided that no matter who actually wins, you still get to wear the assless chaps, Brian. I get to. I have the privilege bestowed upon me. That is, in fact, the prize for winning is Brian and assless chaps. (laughs) Whether whether it's you that wins or anybody else, the prize is Brian and assless chaps. Which you agreed to under the social contract simply (laughs) by being on the podcast. I feel you see how there are much larger things at play here. This is very interesting. Very interesting, Uh, and it will be entertaining. We we have formed a shadow government on the show behind your back, Brian. (laughs) The deep state. Uh, We are we are the deep state of you guys, and we are taking off our mask at this moment. You had me so worried about the actual government that I never even thought we we are the shadow government. (laughs) This whole time you've been staring at our shadows on the cave wall. this is a and hologram. You believed, and you believed everything was cool. You know, everything was kosher. Uh, the whole time, it was a plot to get you an ass's chaps. Yeah. Yeah. The inception very... of this podcast, everything has been an elaborate ruse. It has been a uh, very long con, honestly. It's it, been yeah, almost it has two been years. A, it has been a long con. It has been a metaphorical Rube Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still and apparently a piece of this is making me aware of it which is very interesting because like i feel like it would have been a lot easier if you just didn't say any of that stuff so like now i'm very interested to see how the rest of this plays out <laughs> well, well, assless chaps. i mean the fans demand it now the fans are demanding it oh my goodness this is, this is very interesting i've really enjoyed this part of the show thank you very much <laughs> Anyways, that's that's all I have. That's okay. Uh, all right. Now that the mask has come off. <laughs> yes, the mask has fallen all the way off to reveal an assless chap. So, uh, <laughs> worn by Brian. Well, I mean, you're the best looking out of everybody. So clearly, it has to be your ass. You don't. You you don't. You only see the face. You only see. You don't see the ass attached to the other end of this face. You have no idea. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're about to find out. Um, yeah, we're about to find out. <laughs> And we're gonna oil it up too, and get like a nice ring light, and just like so that way, you can get like a good that way, like oh like my god, the way the way the light is going to like refract off your oiled ass cheeks, you know? Interesting. It'll be, it'll be like 
like an anal landscape, you know? <laughs> yes. It, 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 what an image. <laughs> what an image. And You're the shit. Not safe for Instagram. Um, but we'll find a way. So thank you very much, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, but don't worry, there's more. Um, again, I apologize for the dark uh, content of the show. However, I feel like it's important for us to uh, discuss it. And also, I'd like to hear if anybody has any ideas on how, like, I'm really interested in seeing what people's opinions are, reading their opinions on uh, what would a uh, national divorce look like. If you think it would be the ice cream social in many different spots, one big ice cream social, please write into the show. I, I'm genuinely interested to hear what you guys have to say. Some of our longtime listeners, some of you that have been listening since minute one. Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Some of you that some of you that are just jumping in, I'd love to hear what everybody has to say. I I, I will read it on the show. Um, I, I I love to hear it. Uh, people's different perspective. Perhaps there's something that I'm not thinking about that you that you are. You know, there's uh, all sorts of different perspectives out there, and I'm more than happy to read them. Um, with that being the case, I'd also like to finally give a shout out to our sponsors. I paint Akron, uh, Northeast Ohio art parties where all accidents are happy accidents. Ray Faba, uh, which is great fine art from the Great Lakes, and Team Mandalore, keeping keep keeping cycling weird. They are all on our website, useguyspod.com. Please check out our sponsors, support them if you can. Of course, of course, Nexus. But ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, the time has come to discuss something very important. Tomorrow's October 1st. It has been spooky season since September 1st in, in the great state of Ohio. But what shouldn't be spooky is your ass. <laughs> No ladies and gentlemen, piece. ladies and gentlemen, there are so many of you and so many of you who know others who are in spooky season all year round with their smells and stinks, their inability to clean the dung ditch properly, <laughs> the underboob sweat, the fat fold sweat, and the general disgusting condition of so many people's bodies. I would like to see my listeners and your friends and family not suffer this fate. And I can help. Todd can help. Todd's very gay soap also known as Akron Apothecary, has its own website now. Connects you right to the store. It's akronapothecary.com. He has his own his own domain. It's excellent. So if you have that dirty undercarriage, you have that underboob sweat, I want you to clean all of that and your asshole with the all-natural homemade soap, cold-pressed homemade soap made by gay hands for your ass. Todd cares about your ass. He wants you to be smelling fresh and clean for that special someone or someones, or even if you're sitting next to somebody on a park bench, perhaps on a bus. You don't want to be that guy when somebody goes home to talk to the family about how their day went and you ruined it because you absolutely smelled horrific, filled with shit and sweat and all the disgusting <laughs> things that happen while you're at work. Or like someone like me on the dock. I sweat a lot. I'm a large man. A lot of sweat, a lot of potential for stink. That doesn't happen to me. You want to know why? Because I groom properly with Todd's gay soap. Don't be that fucking smelly guy because it is soap for that ass. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for enduring this show. I thank you for being our fans and listeners. Don't forget to write in. Use guys in that at gmail.com. Uh, look, uh, subscribe to the YouTube page. Throw us a like. And also, don't forget to give us a nice review on iTunes. Uh, we would all really appreciate it. And uh, we wish um, Brian the best on his sabbatical. We will have a guest next week. Uh, my friend Kennedy is coming on. He 3D printed, no joke, 3D printed an electric violin. 
uh, a fully working electric violin. That's and sweet. he also works in a gun shop. We're going to talk about some guns. We're going to talk about 3D printing, which uh, we're all a big fan of. And then the following week, we will have Ray Faba coming on to the show to discuss mutual aid. And all of these shows will have a quiz time. So we will have three quiz times in a row if you include this show. So please stay tuned, stay safe, keep your asshole clean, and um, have a good day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Peace.